It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Folks, welcome to the Flying Whipper Production Studios. I'm here with Max, Aaron Dondo, talking all things sports to the max. Got a few things to talk about this evening. Uh, welcome. Enjoy the show. Max, some, I guess John Lennon said it best, strange days indeed. And that's kind of what we're seeing right now. We're going to be talking about the NC uh, uh, football, NCAA football. Division one and some of the changes that are occurring in the college landscape. I guess we need to begin with the uh, elephant in the room, Texas and Oklahoma. Thoughts? Yeah, today uh, the SEC voted and it was a unanimous fourteen to zero. Um, even A and M gave them a yes. So Texas and Oklahoma will be moving officially. They'll make their announcement on Friday. And it'll be a big change for college football's landscape. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, One of the things you and I were talking about was uh, not just with the move for the big boys. So what's going to happen, of course, with the younger schools, the the smaller schools that are out there? I mean, are they going to try to go to their own conference or try to get somebody to help them out? Or are they going to build their own or try to add to it? It's going to be interesting. Uh, I think this is going to put the SEC, I believe. It'll be 16 teams now once those two are added. I'll have to fact check that, but I believe it'll be 16. Uh, Wow, the SEC, um, we're going to get to them, but now let's go through the different programs. Let's talk the Big 12 first. What kind of implication is having those teams out of the equation? What happens to the Big 12, to those teams like Baylor and TCU, who absorbs them? Any thoughts on that? Well, a couple a couple things come up with that. Uh, number one, with uh, Baylor and TCU, those are um, private schools and not a lot of conferences out there uh, have private schools out there that are attached to them. So one of the big advantages for, for Baylor right now, and even Texas Tech, is their basketball programs. Yeah. Um, maybe Baylor can, uh, along with Texas Tech, attach to the ACC, uh, which I think it would be better for both of those schools, uh, you know, especially around basketball season. They can recruit you know, nationally with that as well, both for the women and the men. Both sides. Um, But my question is going down to that is, um, what are we going to see with Oklahoma State? What are we going to see with, um, you know, the the Kansas State in Kansas? Yeah. Yeah, you got those teams. um, Where do they go? And, you know, teams like you have the Big Ten, which right now to me it's going to be the SEC and Big Ten competing for the Diamonds. Mm -hmm. But then you've also got these also-ran teams. You know, the Oklahoma States, they could go to the Big Ten as well as the Kansas, and they could bring some moxie to the Big Ten. But I'm starting to feel a little stepchild here to the SEC, no matter what conference survives this. Yeah, they have the basketball programs, but, you know, at the end of the day, money drives sports and college football is where the colleges make their sports money. So that's going to be interesting. Um, 
Yeah. Does the big Does the Big Twelve go out and recruit, or do they just look for players? No, I don't, the, uh, divisional. You know. Yeah, I I think the the Big Twelve. Um, they've been on on the phone the last couple of days, and they've been on, they've been on conference calls with other conferences out there. I think what they're going to do is they're going to let this play out a little bit and let things kind of die down, uh, settle a little bit. But the biggest thing is what we need to look at, and I think what they need to look at as well is at the end of the day, we're going to have four super conferences and with that because of the new playoff system and the likeness of the players out there you have to do something with the nfl being the king of football you're going to take a tier low or lower tier which is going to control the second tier with all these super conferences there and i think that's where we're going to end up going so at the end of the day let everything settle for these smaller schools that we're talking about oklahoma state the kansas states kansas and baylors kind of figure everything out Let's see what happens uh, because I'm excited when we go to the 16th uh, team playoff system in a couple of years. How exciting is that? Are we going to be able to watch more bowl games? Absolutely. Are we going to be tied up in December around the holidays watching bowl games every day? Can you imagine that? Drinking beer, watching playoff football all day long? Yeah. I mean, the the college landscape uh, football game is definitely not your daddy's college football game anymore. I mean, every week. It's exciting to know that you're going to see Alabama play Texas or possibly Ohio State play USC and Oregon. And so it's it's really coast-to-coast football now. Um, but the losers are going to be some of these smaller schools. And, you know, uh, the, the Big 12 probably won't exist if they get absorbed by uh, Big Ten or, uh, say, the Pac-12 picks up a, a Baylor or a Kansas or – so, I think that's where the uh, 16 playoff team comes into effect. So I think they'll, they'll survive. Yeah. So I th- I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see that, and we'll see what happens. So, yeah, uh, let's talk ACC. Okay. Uh, what's the fallout with the ACC on these moves? Because with this Texas Oklahoma situation, the the domino effect is going to start. Now they have a grant of rights apparently until 2036. So it's going to be very difficult and expensive for them to get out of that grant of rights and then try to go into, say, an SEC, Big Ten. You know, with um, with the ACC and even with the SEC, with everything that's out there right now as far as the um, timeline with the, with the rights that you're talking about um, – I, I think what's going to happen, ESPN is going to take a step back, and so is Fox and all these uh, sports channels. And everything has to be kind of put on the table with the new playoff system. And a lot of things are going to change. I think they're going to try to redirect or, or kind of change a little bit how the college football landscape is going to work. And I, believe it or not, I think you're going to see kind of like the whole basketball tournament. You're going to see other channels out there turn a little bit more into sports. You yeah. know, like the when uh, the March Madness comes out and you have that uh, TBS that's going to show the college basketball, yeah. I think you're going to see something like that. So with, I think with that, your question, a lot of this is going to change a little bit. So we're going to see some great things coming out of it. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, if I could throw a dart into SEC land, it would land right on Clemson. Does Clemson bite the bullet, shell out the money? Florida? Uh, Florida State, rather, in uh, Miami? 
I think they have to stay because with the new playoff system, they're going to take the top four teams in the college um, conference, and then after that, they're going to take the top-ranked teams so Clemson can automatically uh, earn a bid, and then uh, Florida State can be top-ranked maybe in the 15th slot, and they can uh, they can take a slot in the playoffs as well. Yeah. Let's go to the other side of the coast, the uh, Pac-12. Okay. Um, I can tell you right now, I'm a Buckeye fan. If you're Buckeye Nation, you got to be making a call right now. If you stand pat, you're in big trouble. If I'm Buckeye Nation, I'm calling USC right now and saying, boys, what can we do for you? Probably con Oregon, probably Colorado. Those are the three logical fits to join the Big Ten, maybe UCLA, I don't know. But I think it's got to begin with USC. The SEC has just taken two storied football programs, Oklahoma and Texas. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about storied football programs, probably the only crown jewel out there right now for the poaching has to be USC. I can't think of any others. Can you? No, and I think they need that. That's great that you brought that up because, you know, the Big Ten, they need somebody to, I mean, let, let's say it. I mean, Michigan hasn't done what they were supposed to, even with Harbaugh. Yeah. So I think with USC coming into the uh, the Big Ten, let somebody at least give a challenge to Ohio State. Yeah. So And maybe Oregon can do it as well. So I think that's a great idea. That's something that they should explore, talk about, yeah. and it might it might happen we don't know but you know what it's fun to hear to sit here and talk about it uh i think it'll be great for them and i think it's great that uh, big 10 nation will have coast to coast teams from philadelphia penn state all the way to california so uh, i do hope big 10 nation takes a major run at some of those pac-12 teams um the big boys sec <laughs> i mean <laughs> well, well, what can we say? It's the rich just got richer. I see the recruiting. I, if you're a Texas fan, you just got to be head over heels right now. Yeah, um, I think the uh, the SEC and everything starts with Alabama. Nick Saban uh, is leading the SEC. I think one of the things that we're excited about is because the SEC has so much power out there. It's not just the power in football, but also um, they do really well when it comes to basketball. They do really well when it comes to baseball. Uh, Mississippi State won the national championship in baseball. Um, I mean, these guys do well in every sport. Florida, when it comes to swimming, uh, now they're just going to make that conference a super conference. And when they add these teams, uh, Texas and OU, what you're doing is you're going to do much better in recruiting, which you can go coast to coast yeah. with recruiting, not just when it comes to men's sport, but women's sports as well. But look what you're going to gain with the coaches. Yeah. We really talked about that. Imagine the coaches that we have now. Well, just think about the coaches we have right now. Nick Saban, right? And then now we have Starkeesian coming in, and we have Jimbo Fisher. I mean, when you look at these coaches in the SEC, that is yeah. powerful. Yeah, it's <laughs> – the coaches are powerful. The players, uh, the recruiting is just going to be—it's going to be phenomenal, and it's—it's it's an exciting time. Um, what are the downsides to you see that you see of all these realignments? Or are there any? I really don't see a downside. I mean, can you imagine uh, saying, "Hey, uh, you know, this weekend uh, Alabama is coming to play here at Texas in Austin," or the following week, "Hey, we have." Uh, Auburn coming in. What's the downside to that? 
You know, I agree. I, I think it's beautiful. I think it's something that's a long time coming. I can't wait. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's just going to strengthen everything. So, uh, let's move forward. I mean, if we could, I'd like to start the game Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely going. The the college sports are definitely going to the pro sports model, right down to the way they're they're developing the um, the formats, the, format, the way yeah. that they're. Um, the likenesses, the imaging, the licensing. Uh, it's going to be real interesting. Yeah, I'm excited for it. So. Talk a little bit about uh, how you see the play. How is the playoff format envisioned as of right now? And you always talk about these rankings because as a little bit of a novice on this, I'm, I'm seeing the top 12, 15 teams, you know, as they do the power rankings. Mm-hmm are going to be dominated by seven, eight SEC teams, yeah. potentially. A couple of weeks ago, I was uh, reading some, an article that um, Coach um, from – he used to coach at Washington State in the Texas Tech um, Leach, right? Yeah. And, he, and he had this huge uh, – I mean, this idea about the college playoff – with the new uh, CFP college play, uh, playoff um, system that they have, what they're going to do is they're going to take whoever wins the conference is going to get an automatic bid. Then they're going to take the highest ranked teams after that. What they're going to do is they're going to do a rotating system with all the bowls. So you have Fiesta Bowl, uh, you have the Orange Bowl, you have the Cotton Bowl, uh, you, you name them, right? The Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl. But with that being said, Imagine, uh, will you you get a team that's ranked? Uh, let's go with the sixteen. Number sixteen plays number one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are they going to really beat the Alabamas or, you know, the uh, Oklahomas or the Ohio States? Well, okay. What I'm looking at, honestly, let's look at that ten versus eleven, uh, twelve range. Let's look at that. What if mm. we have a team that gets in there? And remember, Boise State. Beat yeah. Oklahoma years back. Yeah. What if we get a team in there uh, and does that? How great is that going to be? Yeah. And that's what it's about because with the being able to predict every single Saturday, this is going to kind of change things a little bit. Absolutely. And and why wouldn't we do that? I mean, doesn't everybody want that Rudy story yeah. every weekend? So yeah. let's let's have some excitement. I I think it's going to be great. So we'll yeah. see. Well, folks, we want to thank you for joining in. That's our take tonight on the college. Uh, football landscape as we see it. If you have any comments, feel free to let us know. And thanks again. We'll see you next week.